Well, hey friends, Kara Snyder here and welcome to Carline Conversations. I'm coming back to you from the car line and I wanted to talk to you today about change. You know, we try to keep it honest here, right? And talk about real things that we as moms, as parents deal with and and struggle with in those seasons that we are in with God and that coming and going. And we can relate to that, you know, in the coming and going of, of how we live our lives as moms for our kids. And so in that honesty and that transparency and vulnerability, I have to say, change is so hard for me. Anybody else out there, I mean, like, is change something that that you struggle with or you deal with or you try to avoid, even if it is good change, even if it brings good things in your life? Is it something that causes you to pause or to get anxious or wonder, what is God doing? So I sit here today in a different spot in the car line because in this coming year, I will change spots. I'll be sitting in a new place as I pick up my youngest. And I guess that is what drew me to this subject of change. How do we deal with change? What what do we do? How do we respond to that when it, it comes in our life? And I can look at my life over the last few years and see many changes that have come. And they looked like changes that were hard and frustrating and things that I did not understand why God was allowing that. I can look back to when my husband and I were young and newly married, and I had what I thought was my dream job at the time. I have a child development degree, and so I was working at the University of Alabama's Child Development Center. I had my own classroom of children, but not only children, I also had the opportunity to teach and have college students come in my room and they interned with me and I got to help them develop their teaching skills and I loved it. And I remember talking with a director one day of the program and we were talking about me possibly going and getting my master's degree and maybe one day taking that role. And then after having that conversation with her, two or three days later, my husband came to me and said, I I feel like God wants us to move back to my hometown. And it just made me pause to think, wow, I have everything that I thought I wanted, everything that I thought I needed, that I have finally, in air quotes, arrived at what I wanted to do. And when he brought that forth to me, you know, he said, let's pray about that. And so we did. We prayed about this change and was God really calling us to do this? And, you know, for us in in praying about this, we really wanted to hear from the Lord. So we we chose to also fast from something that, that we really, you know, thought was important to us. And so again, you have to remember y'all, I was newly married. So I wasn't drinking coffee at the time. I was drinking Coke at the time in the morning. Now I am a heavy coffee lover, coffee connoisseur, I guess you could say. And so I remember I fasted from Cokes and uh, a couple of days, two or three days in that fast, God revealed to me first that the move was definitely what he wanted us to do. 
And I cried. I will not lie to you. I cried. I could not understand why was God moving us away from this big town, from this big city. Uh, We were around friends. We had things just right there. When you're young, that's what you wanted. And why was he moving us to this small town and making us make these changes? So we got there. We moved to this place called Arab. Alabama and Brandon's family was there and we found a home church there and we began to get plugged in and see why God had called us there, why he had made that change in our life. And even in making that change, my husband was able to be the worship leader at our church that we were at. And and I began actually leading worship with him and taking that step of faith and making that change. And, And in God doing a new thing, he began to do a new thing in my husband and I's ministry. Um, a new thing in helping us to see him and to trust in him. Well, he also brought another change into our life a few years later when we changed again and moved to another area not far from where we were. And that change was birthed from hurt, from some pain, from some hardships that we had gone through that I personally had gone through. I'll never forget that year of 2011 when I was in the pit, in the bottom of the bottom with anxiety and depression. And that bottom of the bottom for me was finding out that I was pregnant with a sweet little life. And then eight weeks later, that life no longer being there, I had a miscarriage. And I put a lot of blame and a lot of shame on myself there. Maybe you have found yourself there as well in change and in going through hard things. But after that took place, we actually got an offer on our house and moved. And uh, God moved us around friends. He put me in a place where I found a counselor, a Christian counselor who allowed me to share the depths of my soul. And there was no rejection. There was no judgment. There was just freedom to express what I needed to express. And I didn't know that I needed that in my life. But also in making that change, we were able to continue to grow in our faith. And in that change, God showed me Psalms 40 verses one through three, that he was in with me in the pit. You ever feel alone in the pit? You ever feel like you're the only one there? You ever feel like, man, I think I'm failing God here. Well, he showed me that I wasn't alone and that he was with me in that pit. But he also showed me that he wasn't going to leave me there. He was going to give me a new song to sing, but I had to make some changes in my life, some changes in my mental thought patterns, some changes in how I responded to situations. I found myself oftentimes reacting instead of responding. So even though that was painful and that was a hard thing to go through, that change was needed. He also made a change in my heart and gave me compassion for those who struggle with depression, for those who struggle with anxiety, for those who battle their thoughts, that they feel like they battle their thoughts multiple times a day and that no one else goes through that. So they think they're alone. So he helped me to see that I needed to make those changes so that I could be a vessel that he could use uh, for others to make those change. So now I sit here in a new lane, in a new part of Carline, wondering who else is facing change in your life. Maybe there is a change going on for you right now. 
and you are struggling because you don't deal well with change, you are struggling because you don't understand why the change is here. Again, this is a good change. Maybe it's a change that you don't understand. Maybe it's a frustrating one. So you find yourself saying, God, what are you doing? Well, I wanted to share a verse with you, and then I wanted to share some action steps that we could take when this change, when this uh, new scenery or this new spot in the car line comes for you in your life. And the scripture that I wanted to share today is Isaiah 43, 19. And it says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And again, that is Isaiah 43, 19. God is doing a new thing. And I love how this verse says that it springs forth. Isn't that what change does to us? I mean, it comes sometimes out of nowhere. We are blindsided by it and we are like, wait a minute, what in the world is going on here? But I hope that you find encouragement today that this change is brought about in your life because first of all, God is ready to do a new thing. He is ready to do something new in your life. And what this new might be is where you find yourself leaning and trusting Him like you never have before. You find yourself leaning into His Word, into His truth, into His promises in a way you never have before. Maybe this new thing that He is doing for you is helping you to realize that you're not supposed to carry the burdens alone that you are to allow others that are in your tribe around you to help you walk through this new season of change. So yes, it may have sprung forth. Yes, it may have come out of nowhere, but you can trust him in this new thing that he's doing. So that could be part of this change that he's changing um, how you are trusting in him, leaning in him, and he's changing how you are allowing people to come in. Another part of this change is that you are seeing that he will make a way, that his ways are best, and you can trust him. You can walk through this part of the journey that he has put something in you to equip you to take this next step of faith. So it may look like a wilderness where there are trees and there are branches everywhere, and you cannot see 10 steps ahead, but you know what? You can see one step, just one. So what is that one next step? that God is showing you, asking you to take today. So that change is showing you, revealing to you that you're not supposed to know the next 10 steps. To walk by faith and not by sight, it is only that next step. And as the, then as this verse says that he gives us rivers in the desert. You know, sometimes we need change because we are all dried up. We have nothing left to give. We've been doing things the way that we've been doing them for years or maybe months or maybe since we've come out of the womb and we are all, it's just dry. It's all dry around us. But when we make this change in this path, this shift, it allows him to bring a river and refresh your soul. It gives you a new scenery, a new uh, perspective, a new opportunity to look at and see things differently. So yes, it is hard, and yes, it is not what you've done your whole life or over the past few years, but maybe it's not what you're supposed to be doing. 
And this change is going to make a way for a river to run through you, a river to pour out of you into others as it refreshes your soul. Maybe it's, this change is going to allow you to be around others that need encouragement, that need to see the light of Jesus. And maybe this change that God has brought about in your life, in your view, in your car line, if you will, is going to allow you to be a light to your children a light to your teenagers, to help them to see, hey, no matter what changes come my way, no matter what my journey may look like, God is with me and he is doing a new thing and I can trust him. So what can we do from here? What action can we take? Well, I want to encourage you today in your action to just sit before the Lord and ask him, okay, God, this is a new thing that you've allowed to spring forth. So what is it that you want me to see from this? How can I trust in you? Which friends can I ask to come alongside me and help me to keep my eyes on you, to pray for me through this change? What is that next step? Help me, God, to only look to you for the next step, not the next 10. And allow this river to to run through and to refresh my soul so then I can be used as a vessel for your soul. So there are some action steps that you can take just from that one verse, Isaiah 43, 19, and that's what I love about God's word, his scripture, is that it is filled with truth that can permeate multiple areas of our lives. So I am excited to get back in the car line with you. Just a reminder, you can follow along with me and on my journey um, through all of my social medias um, at Facebook at Karis Snyder, C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R. That's also at Instagram as well. Follow me on YouTube. I love to post videos there to help you and your kids as they walk their faith journey with the Lord. And that is also at Karis Snyder. And I would love for you to subscribe to my website. I'll give lots of free to those who join our email family. My website is karissnyder.com. That is C-A-R-I-S-S-N-I-D-E-R.com. Don't forget, you can purchase my devotional that I have out for adults, Anxiety Elephants, a 31-day devotional to help you stomp out your anxiety. I also have resources out and available for you to purchase for our tweens, those 8 to 12-year-olds, Anxiety Elephants, a 90-day devotional for tween boys, and for tween girls. So we are so excited to have those resources available for them. And don't worry, we have more resources coming for our teens, the resources coming as well for our five to eight, nine-year-olds in a picture book. So I'm very excited to have these coming to you guys. I want to thank you so much for joining me from the car line, and I'll talk to you soon.